So we got a guest on the show today, y'all. Welcome back to the Take Control Podcast featuring... <laughs> what's your name? Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. This is my son, guys. <laughs> my little one. What a cutie patootie. <laughs> what you want to say to the people? Hi. I hope you are doing great. Oh, <laughs> That's, That's it. it? We don't let our guests chew gum, so... You won't have to. I'm just playing. You can put it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are back, guys. Um, this is Take Control. And this is Brandy. I'm Darielle. It's Kim. <laughs> Ladies, what's been going on? <laughs> I'd rather not say. And say, you want to stay for this part? Nah. <laughs> you want to watch TV? Well, you got to be quiet. Um, oh, I guess I have an update since last time. I was trying to think about what I did since last time. Did I go to Vegas before that? Mm. Let's see. When did you get thrown out of the club for dancing on the... Uh, um, that was Vegas. So it was... Yeah, Vegas we was did talk about... recording. Yes. Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. So, since the last time we recorded... I went to a wedding in Dallas and it was amazing. Shout out to Monty and AC. Congrats on y'all's marriage. It was absolutely amazing. My first time in Texas. Um, I don't feel like I got to experience Texas though. Cause like when you're there, when you travel places for like a wedding or like a specific reason, you really don't do much outside of that. Mm-hmm. But the wedding was amazing. Um, very, very fun time. Very good time. I felt just like, it just, it was amazing. Everything about it was great. Um, but other than that, I'm trying to think that that might be the only thing that's new for me. I have nothing. Not a. Mm-hmm. My friend got married. Oh, wow. I was in a wedding. I want to be in a wedding so bad. It was so much fun. I've been in a lot. It was stressful, but it was fun. It was like, very stressful. Being in a wedding is stressful. Yeah, it was very stressful, but it was fun. And it was more so stress because, like, you just want her to have, like, a yeah. perfect day. Mm-hmm. It rained, and then y'all know my brain, because, like, I'm the kind of person where to be like, that's a sign. <laughs> We're done. Wedding off. Like, mm. But, no, it was a good time. Um, the reception was so much fun. And um, I just, I felt really good. Like, I oh. I loved getting dressed up. I loved getting my makeup done, doing something different to my hair. So, yeah, I feel like it shifted something in me. So, things been good my way. Um, I've good. actually been in a lot of weddings, and they've all been fine. The only issue that I've ever ran into is, like, some of the bridal party that I was in. Like, you know when you go on trips and y'all, like, split gas? Or y'all split, like, mm-hmm. the cost or something. It was, like, half of the party, like, was playing. It wasn't sending people their money. But, so, it was a little bit issues there. But other than that, like, for some reason, it's surprisingly been okay. But something about weddings that just make everybody feel great and fun and, you know. I love love, though. I'm a sucker. Mm-hmm. I'm a head-ass, for real. <laughs> Manny it's called me a head-ass once. I was like, no, I'm not. And then ever <laughs> since you said that, I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> like, I'm just a little, I'm a lover girl. Little girly pop. I got some more updates, but I'm going to share them off air. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of updates, this is probably not even relatable, but (laughs) Uh, did you ever find out about my class? 
yes, ma'am. Next okay. time. Okay. Um, okay. He said he's gonna send you an email. Is is I'm doing it by myself? No, they do a class every month. Oh. So it'll be, so it'll be whoever joins this month. I'm kind of salty about that. Yeah, I mean it's a whole thing. You got to do this like. It's called an Enneagram test. Basically, it's like a personality test. Is that the stuff they sent in my email? Probably. Damn. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the whole process, so don't give me the line, but he did say he was going to email you. Okay. Um, dang, church. I figured. Football, I've been taking my Sundays. <gasps> Ooh, we just did <laughs> Sunday or... Yes. Stupid schedules on Sundays. And stuff. <laughs> Talk about it, MJ. <laughs> yeah, we just talked about Sabbath on church and church on Sunday and how important that is. Mm-hmm. So, like, nothing else should be going on on a Sunday. Yeah, and they changed my schedule to now I'm working Saturdays. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, I guess I can't do Sabbath. <laughs> I'm not going to quit. It's fine. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, listeners, if y'all know of any, you know, jobs hiring, send it my way. I'll send some stuff because I get stuff in my email all the time. I think I signed up for something I don't know I signed up for. And you just keep getting them. I keep getting them. I just hate <laughs> that we have to live in this type of world. We have to work multiple jobs. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah. Like, this is sad. I don't get food stamps. I don't get government insurance anymore. Like, I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Life is so sad right now. Like, that's why I don't have any updates. <laughs> it's fine. It'll pass. They promise it'll pass. I'm embarrassing you? Yeah. <gasps> Boy, bad. Okay, whatever. Anyway. Did he just whisper that? You're embarrassing. Yes. Embarrassing. <laughs> you don't got to be up in here. Because I want some food stamps. What's wrong with that's ghetto. <laughs> and is. Everybody does that. Mm, not everybody. People got them food stamps. Mm-hmm. You need to find somebody that you, you could give, like, oh, I probably shouldn't say that online. I'm going to talk about later. So they be being stingy. Right. So, again, did you use food stamps for your food? Um, because of the Fifth Amendment, I'm going to tell you offline. She needs the fifth. He keeps asking me, what does it mean? <laughs> You'll learn about it, sweetheart. Mom, do you think the fifth? I'm going to say, I, I used to get full stamps. I did. <laughs> I was getting that government check. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. I wish I could. When I was a... a not making as much as I do, I tried to apply and they told me no. And I was like, I don't even make a lot. What do you they mean? want you to literally be piss poor. Yeah, I was like, I made like at that point it was like twenty five to thirty thousand a year and I was like, I I don't get food stamp. They're like, No and I was like, Cool. Do I get I Medicaid know. or no? The Got least they could have did was leave my kids on Medicaid. Yeah. Why would I kick my kids off? Because they're rude, bro. Especially this one. He stay at the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> stay at the doctor, Sick stay bag. at the hospital like little sickiana. Mom, can I go check? One check. Boy, we're not talking about that right now. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay. So our current event and hot topic is a little vidiana that I'm gonna play. <laughs> Just kidding, it's not a video. Um I think you sent this. Did I? What is it? It says, ladies be missing out on a good man because he's broke. 
what exactly am I missing out on then? And then another girl said, how is he a good man if he's broke? (laughs) And then um, someone said, this is the mentality that make black men go find a white woman when he do get money. Um, To some women, you are automatically a good person if you have money, not knowing that some men are very poor to the extent that they have nothing except money, period. Um, this mindset is so flawed to me. My boyfriend's dad said his ex broke up with him because he wrote this or he wore the same pants two days in a row. Now he makes $200,000 a year and she's sick. And the guy said, what's the moral of the story here? That someone can be broke temporarily, but if that person is striving for more and has crazy work ethic, then you shouldn't miss out on a great partner just because they're broke at the moment. I do agree with that. (laughs) He can discover me when he has the funds. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Like, I do not knock women that want men with money or want men to pay for things. Like, not me. It's not me. I'm not like money, 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 money. That's not me. But at the same time, like, I don't knock women that are like that because, listen, rent is high, bills is due, (laughs) these kids always need some shit. Like, you expect X, Y, and Z from me, so why why I can't expect something from you? At least I'm not an adult living that adult life. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we wish we could go back, sweetheart. That's why you said, uh, he asked earlier, are you guys stressed? I said, honey, every day of adult life is stressful. Oh, Very. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I don't, everybody has a preference, and my thing is, I'm so sick of everybody going back and forth about it because if that's not the type of woman you want, and that's not the type of man you want go find one for you and leave it at that like why do y'all be so worried about what people like and people want yeah cause it ain't your business but exactly cause there's men out there that be tricking oh. <laughs> I don't know where I stand on the topic um cause the first slide said what you can't be a good man and be broke is that what it said um <clears throat> yes, I think that's what it said. And I think that's completely false. Like, there's a lot of men that have money how is, that are trash. Said, how is he a good man if he's if broke? He's broke. Hmm. Um, I think we're talking about two separate things. I think somebody can be a good man and not make a ton of money. And from my experience, most men that I've dated or know that are, like, well-established, um, they're cheaters. They ain't shit. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't agree with that statement, but I do think like at a certain age, granted, we're all out here struggling, right? But like (laughs) at a certain age, I do think that as an adult, we should have achieved or obtained some level of, I don't necessarily want to say success, but like financial maturity, right? Like, I'm not saying you got to make six figures because i was talking to my homeboy about this when i sent it to y'all and he sent me this video like these girls basically like oh no i want my man to make three hundred thousand dollars a year i want my man to make six hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year and i'm like mm-hmm. the average person doesn't make yeah what the okay that much money but granted it was a lot of younger women that looked like they were under 30 that just really don't have a clue but like um i i've always said i don't think it's necessarily the dollar amount that you make but how are you with your finances right yeah. mm-hmm. somebody could be under six figures and still be able to maintain still have a level of comfortability still be able to travel you know things that i look for so yeah. i don't necessarily agree with it yeah i mean to speak to your point in that like i again was making only like 20 to thirty thousand a year and i had to make my lifestyle um 
I don't know what the budget. word is. Yeah, make my lifestyle fit my budget. Like I was able to pay school off in cash in full, but I saved it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I saved as I was going to be able to do so. And like that made me look like, oh, she must she must have money. She's telling everybody that she don't make nothing. No, you mm-hmm. have like when you're forced to be frugal, you're when there's no cushion. Because a lot of people, like I know people that would make the same dollar amount as me. But I always had my bill money plus some in my bank account, and they would be dead ass be like, "Oh, I can't go. I have eleven dollars in my account, and I don't mm-hmm. get paid for another week." And I'm like, "I I can't do that because of the way I was raised, and I don't do well with like no stability or inconsistency because that's all I had as a kid. Mm-hmm. So when I feel that, I revert to three year old me and freak out. Mm-hmm. But I I just I can't live that way. But that same person knows that." they can have $11 in their bank account because they can go get a resource from somewhere else, whether it's temporary and pay back or, mm-hmm. you know, or if it's family helping and I, my family doesn't have the funds to do so. So it's like, I had to protect myself and take care of myself financially. Um, when it comes to a man, I just feel like I've always appreciated if we're like equal or he makes a little more, mm-hmm. but I don't, ex- I expect like, I think from a gentleman perspective, and this actually would be good because I was going to say I was going to talk about this today because this guy at work, it's his 30th uh, <clears throat> wedding anniversary, and I said, give me some tips. And he's like, men nowadays just don't know how to be gentlemen. Like, they don't mm. know how to cater. They don't know how to take care of things. They don't want to take care of things. He's like, they're either really lazy or they're just driven and their mind is just gone and all they want to do is just work. Mm-hmm. He's like, there's no desire to want to be a man and take care of a household and take care of things better quote-unquote bigger than you and I was like I'm gonna talk about that today thanks Chad so shout out to Chad but I've always appreciated a man like I said that'll be like 50 50 or he makes more and then I appreciate if we are out somewhere him taking care of things opening the door doing things like that but I'm also the type that will turn around in favor and and pay for a date Mm -hmm. or you know you got the dinner I got the ice cream you know I got dinner you got ice cream like split the day Mm -hmm. um but I notice when I date, I'm everybody that I've dated, I've had a different experience with financially on both ends, if that makes sense. Like I've been in places where I couldn't have helped and then I've been in places where I can help. So I just appreciate and I've been I've been in a situation where the person I was dating had like nothing for almost the entire time we were dating. And I didn't mind helping because I'm like, that's my partner. Like mm-hmm. and they were always driven and going after the next job, going after the next thing. It just was like they would get they would lose their contentness like, oh, I was in this job for like a couple of weeks, couple of months and I'm just bored with it. I want more. Yeah. And then they'd go do something else. So I don't know how I feel about that other than like at this point, at this big age, I just genuinely want <laughs> someone that can meet me there. Yeah. And some. My question is, what 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 is broke? What is considered broke? Because. Right. I know men that don't have like a legit like nine to five, but they have ways of making money. And like, you know, some people sell cars, some people, I don't know, there's a number of things that you can do and not necessarily be tied down to a nine to five right. and find ways to make money. Right. So it's just like they don't necessarily make a certain amount of dollar amount because they're not clocking in every day yeah yeah but they can still provide broke to me literally means like and i've experienced this it literally means like the person does not have a job like they can't they literally cannot help you like if y'all y'all broke down on the side road because you 
y'all forgot gas or didn't get no gas like you got to come out your pocket because they quite literally cannot Mm -hmm. i don't consider broke and again because i made such a low dollar amount for like seven years of working i never considered myself broke but i knew i was living below a lot of the people in the same room as me Mm -hmm. but i didn't consider myself broke because i'm not broke i have a job i have a place to live i'm feeding myself like i'm making i'm not broke Mm -hmm. and i would use those terms as jokes which i shouldn't have spoke that way over myself but I was never broke, but I just didn't make a lot of money. Broke to me is quite literally you do not have a job and you cannot help because mm-hmm. you don't have a job, whether that's by choice or see. And that's the thing. I feel like if I'm gonna call you broke, it's because it's by choice that you're broke, not because but something the unfortunate thing is, happened. People. OK, but then a man, they can go get any job and then they get shunned for that, too. Like, oh, that's where you working. But he's trying <laughs> that's what I, I agree like i'd rather you just try and go fucking do it but y'all not dating a man at work <laughs> i don't know if i would i don't know if i wouldn't would not not what the hell you I know what i'm trying to say talked about this before you said we think we have i think it was with Liam. we, we did and she said he gotta be a manager he gotta be the manager for the franchise owner <laughs> i mean honestly at 34 going on 35 I don't disagree with that. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think I would want to date somebody who's just like a sales associate at mm-hmm. McDonald's. I, yeah. I would just be honest. And That's it's a not good term. Cashier. <laughs> right. Like, it's not even necessarily because you work at McDonald's and you're a sales associate. Again, I just feel like as you start to get older, you set certain goals for yourself. And again, this is not to knock anybody that works at McDonald's. Please don't take it that way. But like... If McDonald's is your goal and you're comfortable with that goal, it just doesn't align with mine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's just a thing. Um, where I'm pretty sure some people like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to I don't want to talk to nobody that work in a call center or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just it's. I feel like it's definitely one of those preference things, but I do feel like broke to me is like you have no income coming in, right. like not at all. Right. Um, and then, like, also, again, somebody could make money, but they could be terrible with their finances. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, that can also equate to broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, certain things. I feel like I work really hard, right? And so, like, and I'm not saying things ain't hard out here because it absolutely is hard. But, like, I have gotten myself to a place where I can provide for myself, maintain all of my bills, save a little bit and have a little bit of leisure money to play with and i would just prefer that somebody is at that same level you know what i mean like that's it i agree yeah i um i don't want to say things like this out loud and i've been catching myself and i'm like god's gonna take my job so don't say it (laughs) (laughs) but i need y'all to hear it don't say it (laughs) because i always do this i'm like i'm not gonna say that and i say it But I really just look at people now and be like, I don't know if. (laughs) I don't think you should say it. It's not bad. Y'all going to be like, oh, I just don't know if a man is going to make the same as me unless it's like, like at this point, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know a lot of men that are going to make the money that I do now. And I've never been that type of woman that's like, I'm not going to date him because he doesn't match my finances. Mm -hmm. But I'm sitting here thinking like my job literally is a blessing like it's an it's a i'm not gonna call it an accident that i'm making this Mm -hmm. much but it's a blessing that god just threw on me and it's like 
I technically shouldn't be making my, as much as I do, but it's because of the boss that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm... This guy, I think in your age group, it might be a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this guy asked me on a date, and I feel mean because the first thing that I thought about is like, you know how people be like, you're not even in my tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my brain went to, and I was like, God, that's actually not right. Like, yeah. you blessed me with this job, and I need to stop. And I'm I'm not that girl, and I will never be that girl that's like, ew, he doesn't make that. No, I'm just happy you got a job because I dealt with people that did not have jobs. So I'm just happy you have a job. Mm-hmm. I don't care. But I agree, guys. It's not going to be... McDonald's boy, unless he owns. My homegirl is married to a. Um, Brandy got me saying homegirl now. <laughs> is married to um, someone that owns like a high end fast food chain and like they're rich, like mm-hmm. that, but that type shit. But because of the dollar amount that I make now, by the grace of God, I don't look at men financial. I never have, but I don't look at them financially and be like you're less, mm-hmm. just because of what I make. I want them, like Brandy said, to at least have a job though, and like. You know, have a solid job that you've been like established in. Not, yeah, I just started working here, and like, and I'm like, where'd you do it for that? Nothing. But then, even with that, like I say that, but then I'm like, am I bare minimum myself? Like, (laughs) like the standard is have a job. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I just feel like when you, for me, the standard is have a job because of me dealing with people that didn't have jobs. So now I'm like, please, that's the first thing. Please have a job. Is like, don't come to me asking for nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not the type of female that after I'm talking to a nigga, I'm going to be like, oh, can you pay a bill? That's not me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm just simply not going to do it. Yeah. Um, so that's my thing. Like, unless we, like, locked in in that way, don't just don't come to me with asking for nothing because I don't have it. And again, shit is hard out here. Like, yeah, right is. now, it's really hard. So I get it. Like, for me, I always think it's more about not necessarily what you make, but how you spend. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it comes down to. So said I made my dollars work. My little twenty thousand, thirty thousand was working. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I just I thought about being a financial advisor just because <laughs> I don't know how I made it work, but I did. I, I don't be know how I'll make it work either. Sometimes that's God. But that's my answer for everything. God, mm. I didn't do nothing. He did. Um. So anyway, this will go into my next question, and I just want y'all's opinion on this. <laughs> how do y'all? Like, how do y'all, like, like, this isn't generalized. I don't want to know y'all scenario. How do y'all tell people you're not interested on going on a date? Like, are y'all mean or are y'all, y'all, do y'all make excuses or is it situational? Like, um, and it doesn't matter if they ask you in person, like if they catch you at the mall, hey, can I take you out? Or if it's a DM, whatever. How do y'all? It's just situational. It depends on the day. Like, I usually try to let people down in a nice way because men are crazy as shit. <laughs> And I don't want to say the wrong thing or be rude, and then they try to murder me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I just try to be nice. But I'm like, mm, no, thank you. It's like you can't even be like, I have a boyfriend because they ain't like, you can't have friends. Like, no, I cannot. Like, so if you say no, thank you, and they go, why not? What's your next answer? Or are you sure? I have a boyfriend. And then they'll still keep going. So now, sometimes I just walk away like I don't hear them. You be leaving people on red if they text you. No one texts me. Well, I mean, like if somebody Instagram DM me, like, "Hey, shouty, dang, you fine? Let me take you out." Oh yeah, definitely. I just leave it in my request and never touch it. Bye. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it's in my DM. 
And I don't have my Instagram notifications turned on, but like you know how you open up your DM and you can see like partial of the message. Mm-hmm. I just delete it. I don't even open it if I don't. You know what I mean? Like but I was wondering if you delete it, does it still show? Does it show unseen? Because they have the the option now where you can like open a message and then put unseen, so like no it way. like notifies um, you, but it still shows them that you've seen it. Oh. So what is the point? So like I never even like you know how you just got the thread of messages. I just swipe. And yeah. Like, oh. So I'm wondering like does it still show like on their end? That, yeah. Like, I the message. That if you open it or not, we should test the theory. I'm gonna say I. I mean I think no because you don't technically open it. You just delete it. But I don't know. I do that. But then there's some guys that you know what I mean they'll ask and I'll just be like no I'm not really interested in dating right now. You know what I mean I just mm-hmm. leave it at that. And what if what if he come back and he's like. I can, I can basically like I can make you interested. I'll take you out on a real nice date. Well, and, like, I'm not interested. There's nothing you can. You know what I mean? Like at that point, like what I are you saying back to him? Oh, yeah, no. I feel like if I say no, I've never had anybody like take it. Oh, beyond that, but if they were, that's just gonna piss me off because nigga, I just told you I didn't want to go. Yeah. Like, maybe men just try me because like I will be like I'm not interested in dating, and they ooh, will be like, and then why? Going? No, I. Or just, let me show you. No. Let me find this thread because I wanted to post it. But the timing was off. So I had this guy get so mad at me because I would not give him my number. I'm like, yeah, like I don't owe you anything. What the fuck? It's men just are overwhelming They're me so, right now, and they feel so entitled. I just feel overwhelmed by men, like, like disgusted. Just I just feel like it's a lot. Like it's a lot being like, hey, what are you doing? What's up? Hey, hi. Hey, can I take you out? Can I do? Right. The, leave me alone. Constantly comment on your shit. This is why I honestly over stopped. Over over. I took my me off of my page like a year ago, and mm. the amount of peace I had on Instagram. And then I opened up my business and started to put myself back on there a little bit. And now I'm trying to do, like, the trendy, like, show your outfits. Like, all these other people, all these other stylists that dress on their page. Mm-hmm. But the amount of men, because I'm literally dressing now on my page. Hey, hi, hello, hi, hey. <laughs> no, no. And I, I'm not mean, but, like, I told somebody I'm, I wasn't interested in dating right now. And he left just just read the message because what are you gonna say right but that was the first person that's just read the message everybody else is like why or let me show you why i can change that excuse me like you said entitlement i just told you no so why are you why let me show you something no it's annoying literally no or like i told you people that be inviting themselves to fucking if they see me out somewhere i like the movies oh congrats so does america Okay, <laughs> cool. I didn't know we were naming things we liked. I like bananas. Fuck. <laughs> Lord, I say so many things, but I really want to read this post because it really just touched on what you just said. Um, trying to find it. It just it though. I was just curious because I try not to be mean to like men, but like I genuinely want to like when someone says, "Let me take you on a date." I literally want to be like, "No," and that's it. But like you said, it you don't want to deal with. The, the backlash, I guess, of them being like, well, fuck you. Like, I don't feel like being cussed out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that simple. And it's not as simple as, I don't care if they cuss me out. It? No, I don't feel like being cussed out because I set a boundary and said no. And now you're going to call me a bitch or fuck you because I said no. Again, you use the perfect word. Why do you feel that entitled? Yeah. That- I think my issue is, is like, you're honest. You tell somebody that you're not interested, but they try to continue to be so persistent, knowing that they can't give you what you're looking for. Don't yeah. even want to give you what you're looking for. Yeah, it's just wild to me the audacity. Like, yeah, it's 
a lot but yeah I was just curious because I just I'm about to get off Instagram again because I'm just getting tired of hoy shut up or my favorite fucking thing people using your business as a way to flirt with you and I don't know if they're being serious or not I had yeah. a man DM me today and said hey I love your or I just want to I'm just dropping by to let you know that I really really like your style it's really dope for real I might need a stylist I don't know if you're serious or not. So if I reply and say thank you, here's my prices. Are you gonna Are you gonna pay me? Right. What is it? I Read found it. it. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> so it, the first slide says, "Are niggas really that bad at telling if a chick is interested or not?" And it says, "Do not. I mean, do not under any circumstances send a woman money or do her favors when y'all just meet, and you'll be able to tell very quickly." The next one says, "If if you are, if you're useless to her outside of just being yourself." So she will show you if she fucks with you or not. And then it says you can go on dates and spend, but there it. Wait, this don't even make no sense. It's got to be niggas writing this. <laughs> I, I think he meant to say spend here and there. He said you can go on dates and spend here and there, but don't spend no cash apps. Don't drop off no food. Don't pay no bills, etc. I'm sad. This has to be said, but I see how you niggas be moving. And then. I'm gonna just find the one where the girl said because yeah. <laughs> Here it goes. It says you can tell a man straight up you don't like him or clearly ignore him and he will still find it as some sort of challenge to try and pursue you or get you to like him. They can tell they just don't care. Yeah. And I, yep. And I literally was like, mm, this is real shit. Yeah. Like, they think they think it's a game. Like it's funny. It's cute. No, I said no. It's not a joke. Ooh, I like when you talk to me like that and get mad and get me. It's not fucking funny. Mm. And then they think that's funny. It's not fucking funny. Please stop. It's getting weird. You, I feel you like need this... to loosen up. Yeah. And you I need to like fuck off. This topic can go many ways because men are just, they don't take no for an answer. Whether it's a man trying to approach you, a man you're dating, a man you're in a relationship with, they just, no boundaries. It's because they get told at five years old, boys will be boys, which is an excuse for them to act like shit from then on. I will never say that to my child. You know, boys are boys. No, the fuck they're not. Right. That, that's literally giving them, that's telling them early on, oh, everything that I do gets an excuse now. Right. Because I'm a boy. I'm, I'm going to mess up. I'm going to push people's boundaries. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm a boy. I'm a man. I mess up all the time. It's fine. I might cuss people out and beat them up and attack them, but I'm a boy. It's what we do. Mm. We're aggressive. No, fuck off. Bitch. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Brandy, you put this one on here. I did. Um, yeah, you said you wanted to talk about the misconception of boundaries and emotional. Oh, no, I was saving that for my actual episode. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Well, that tied into the episode I made today. Okay. Um, but, um, and I put trigger warning on the outline because I'm going to be talking about like abuse in all of its forms because a lot of people don't know, like the simplest things can be abuse. Um, and before I even go into it, I want to give the phone number for the hotline. If anybody feels like they need to call on the slide, it's 1-800-799-SAFE. So it's 1-800-799-7233. Or you can go to the hotline.org. 
and you can call, text, chat. You can go through the the website and you can see like the forms of abuse so you can identify if you're being abused or not or if you're an abuser. Um, and then you can plan for safety or they have local resources on there, which is nice. So like you can go in there and find a place in Columbus that'll help you out. Or if you live in Atlanta, you find a place in Atlanta that'll help you out. Um, is this for any form of abuse or just like the ones I'm about the name? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any form. So like if you, that website, like, so if you go to the hotline.org, it'll tell you like, Oh, I don't know if I'm being abused or not. You can go through and literally look at the different forms and what they are, what they mean, what they represent. And I'm going to touch on a little bit of them today, but, um, we've all been abused and the abuser, whether we are ready to admit it or not. Um, this can be applied to family, friends, and romance. It's not just relationships. So it's not just you, you're the abuser in your relationship or you're being abused. It could be any type of relationship. It could be your boss. It could be, you know, whoever, um, could be your best friend. Cause I've had abusive friendships and they had to go. Um, the question is how is, how severe is it from both ends and are all parties involved learning and growing from their mistakes? Um, and this show is not to make anybody feel bad or ashamed or less than et cetera, or resurface trauma. It's to spread awareness and help those get help. And that means if it's you, if it's your mom, if it's your brother, like everybody get help. Um, so I'm going to name them and describe them and we can talk about our experiences during the discussion or after whatever y'all want to do. But the type of abuse, abuses, abusees, hers, <laughs> um, there's physical abuse, emotional and verbal abuse, which I know those two pretty well, but there's sexual abuse, which to me, when I deep dive into this, I didn't realize that there was so many ways to be sexually abused. I thought it was just like rape or like when you say no and going against your will and things like that. Uh, financial abuse was new to me to know it was a thing. And then digital abuse is like social media and then stalking. I told Darielle earlier, I thought stalking just was like, you're a fucking weirdo and you need to be put in prison. But I never even thought about it being like abuse. Um, and I've experienced all of these other than financial. And it's just because how, what we talked about earlier, I'm very strict with my money. And I'm very like, you know, frugal with my money. So um, I'll talk about physical abuse first. Um, so physical abuse is any intentional and unwanted contact with you or something close to your body or any behavior that causes or has the attention of causing you injury, disability, or death. And all of this stuff is from that website. So I'm going to paraphrase a lot of it. And if you want to, you know, deep dive into detail, you can go there. Um, I'm not going to name the obvious ones, but, um, let's see. So physical abuse, this one was kind of shocking to me, like threatening to use a gun, knife, box cutter, et cetera, or like a weapon against you. I would have thought that would have been like verbal abuse, but they say like even a threat of doing that is physical abuse. Mm. Yeah. Cause they're trying to physically harm you. Yeah. But it's like, if they never tossed the phone, I would have thought it was just like, I'm talking shit. Like I'll bust you in the head with this and they never do. Cause I get it. Obviously if it's an action that's about to happen, but they said like, like threatening to use one. And I'm like, so did they use it or, um, Oh, and this was another one forcing you to have sex or perform a sexual act. To me, I would have just categorized that under like the sexual abuse, but I guess it is technically physical abuse. Like if they're putting their hands on you, um, grabbing your face to make you look at them, 
um, preventing, uh-huh. yeah, because like grabbing you and like, you know, uh, preventing you from leaving or forcing you to go somewhere, which for me, I have prevented someone from leaving my house because they destroyed a bunch of shit in my house and I didn't want them to leave without paying for it. And I'm like, so technically, like, was I the abuser in that situation? No. You don't think so? I mean, we could talk about it after, but I, I don't agree with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, because I was like, you're not about to take my shit up top and then leave. Fuck. <sighs> Pay for it. Um, and then um, we can either talk about that or I can just go to the next one. Go ahead. Okay. Um, emotional and verbal abuse includes non-physical behaviors such as threats. See? Insults, constant mon- monitoring or checking in, excessive texting, humiliation, intimidation, isolation, or stalking. Um, what do I mean isolation? Isolating you? Yeah. So, like, if I basically was, like, like you, you I would speak so ill towards you and the people around you that it's going to make you naturally isolate. Like, oh, I don't like your friends because they said this to me, and it's going to make you go, okay, well, I don't want to hear your mouth or their mouth, so I'm just going to... Yeah. Or it could be as simple as, like, them trying to take your shit and force you to stay into a house. Oh, that happened to me before. Really? Yeah. Damn. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> um, this one I told you about earlier I didn't realize was a form of abuse. I just thought people was tripping. Telling you what, what you can and can't wear is, like, emotional abuse. And I just mm-hmm. thought that was people being fucking weird. I was like, <laughs> who the fuck are you to tell me what I'm about to put on? Um, let's see. Intentionally embarrassing you in front of others or starting rumors about you. God, that's triggering for me to even fucking read. Um, Preventing you from seeing or communicating with friends or family or threatening to have your children taken away from you. Um, Damaging your property. Again, that's happened to me. Um, Using online communities to or communication to control, intimidate, or humiliate you. Um... Being jealous of outside relationships or accusing you of cheating happened to me also. Stalking you or your loved ones. Um, all threatening to harm your pets. Wow, I've low-key been a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. Like, I've, as I can say, honestly, I've been on both ends of this. Like, but I've, it's more like psych- being crazy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> me being like, ooh. Like, Not I've never. literally stalking Yeah, I'm going to say, I've never, like, like, physically, like, fuck somebody up or anything like that. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm reading these and I'm like. I've been some of these, especially before, like, going to therapy and before, you like, tapping deeper in with God. And, like, I've said mean things to people. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's a form of emotional abuse. Like, even being like, bro, are you dumb? Like, mm-hmm. that's a form of emotional abuse. Like, we don't realize the everyday common day things that we say or do could be like, oh. Like, and I even to myself, like, I stopped making the joke to myself, like, you know how people be like, oh, my God, I'm just so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, as a joke. I stopped doing that, like, even to myself. Just, uh-oh, that scared me. <laughs> oh, my God, that scared the hell out of me. I was like, what's happening? Um, let's see, gaslighting. Um, making you feel guilty or immature when you don't consent to a sexual activity. Um, threatening to expose personal details, such as your sexual orientation or immigration status. Damn. Um, the next one, sexual abuse that refers to any behavior that pressures or coerce, yes, um, someone (laughs) to do something sexually that they don't want to do. So like unwanted kissing or touching, which actually happened to me on a date. This Mm. man, like literally like speaking of grabbing your face, 
first time I ever fucking met this person, grabs my face and just was like, and I was like, please don't oh, put your hands on my body. On my prom night. See, and people think that's just. I'm I just, said, take I'm me home. In the, <laughs> right. Don't they think they're just you. in the mood, hanging out. I'm first like, of all, going to prom on a blind date is wild, but we can talk about that later. You did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Period. Experiences. <laughs> yeah, girl. Um. Um, unwanted rough or violent sexual activity um i did learn this in high school and it blew my mind because it's technically considered rape refusing to use condoms or restricting someone's access to birth birth control so like if if you're um was it high school maybe might have been after high school like if they're having sex with you and you see them put a condom on so you feel comfortable and you're cool with it Mm -hmm. and then next thing you know when y'all are done they're like oh i took it off in the middle of it Mm -hmm. legally that's classified as rape and i was like that blew my mind. I, okay. Um, let me see. Sexual contact with someone intoxicated from drugs or alcohol, unconscious, asleep, or otherwise unable to give clear and informed consent. Um, using sexual insults towards someone. And I'm like, does that mean like you calling somebody the P word? <laughs> or like, do they mean like, that's why your shit is wet. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Financial abuse. Um, financial abuse often operates in subtle ways um, more than other forms of abuse, but it can be just as harmful to those experiencing it. Um, so this is the one that, like, I was new to. I didn't know this was a thing. But giving you an allowance or monitoring <coughs> what you buy. Depositing your... This one... <laughs> I wish somebody would. Depositing your paycheck into an account you can't access. <laughs> Bitch. What? Like, they take your paycheck and go put it in their shit. I remember this. <laughs> like, I used to be cool with this girl and her baby dad slash boyfriend or whatever. Stole her ID and her refund <gasps> check and had another girl cash in get the money. <laughs> And she fucking married him at the end of the day. Like, girl. Are they still together? Uh, yeah. She's nuts. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Not my business, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, me too. What the hell? I'm praying for her tonight. <laughs> Shit. Um, preventing you from seeing shared bank accounts or records. Forbidding you from working or limiting the hours that you do. Um, preventing you from going to work by taking your car, keys, or other transportation. Getting you fired by harassing you, your employer, or your coworkers. That almost... not I wasn't going to get fired because I worked in the entrepreneurial world, but I had someone blowing me up 24-7, just cussing me out and, and accusing me of all these things, and I couldn't even focus at work. Like, And I was getting sent home and shit, and I was like, oh, yeah, we're not doing this because I, I don't even call off of work. Mm-hmm. I don't miss days of work. So for me to be sent home because you blowing my phone up, and I can't check somebody out in peace, damn it. Um, hiding or stealing your student financial aid check or other financial support. <laughs> Bitch. What? Look, this talk, this low key, what you talking about? Uh, using your social security number to obtain loans without your permission. I saw somebody do this to their child. Oh, that's the next one. Using your child's social security number to claim an income tax refund well, all without these your permission. Black mamas is. F- fucking abusers that you putting bills in their kids name yeah they do <laughs> i think i was watching a movie like that in god what i don't remember what movie that was but they were so pissed off because they were like bro they have no idea what they're doing to their kid and their like eight-year-old had like the crazy debt like i don't care how broke i am i'm never putting yes, shit in my bro, kid's name like, i'm never what? making a fucking go for me 
Oh, the GoFundMe's kill me. Help little Jamar. Go. <laughs> okay, cool. Why? Got it. Not my business, I guess. Um, maxing out your credit cards without permission. Refusing to provide you with money, food, rent, medicine, or clothing. Using funds from your children's <clears throat> tuition. Jesus. Or a joint savings account without your knowledge. Stealing from your kids, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, no, I done dipped in my kids, boo. No, like, like <laughs> you I put it back. <laughs> no, but, like, it'd be like your partner taking from your kids. Oh, yeah, no. Like, what the hell? I mean, is it they daddy? <laughs> <laughs> we gave it to them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, not your parent. Like, like you dating somebody, and next thing you know, you got the same 20 you handed your son to get ice cream with earlier today. Like, where you get that from? You didn't have that today. And I know it's mine because it got purple pen on it. Bitch. It's mine is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Share with me now. Um, let's see. Um, spending money on themselves while preventing you from doing the same. Bitch, how? Giving you, I shouldn't say that. That's really mean. I'm really, that, I shouldn't say that. Um, giving you presents or paying thing, paying for things with the expectation of something in return, using financial circumstances to control you. And that's the thing. When I, when a man spends money on him or him, <laughs> me, my first thing out of my mouth is you do not have to, I can do it myself and do not expect shit out of this. I'm not having sex with you and I'm not your girlfriend. Mm. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay. I think some stuff on his list is reaching. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, there's so many, like, things that I wouldn't think are abuse. I'd be mm. like, you're just fucking yeah, crazy. I think I think you got to be real careful throwing out the abuse word. Because I feel like some of that stuff is, like, I mean, maybe to some degree. But for me, abuse is intentional, right? Mm. I think I teeter on it being being more intentional than not intentional. And some of this stuff is like, yeah, did it's you intentionally up, mean, but... like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what was the intent behind it? Um, yeah. I was like, this is just from the little website. The the, blue... From the abuse website? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is literally from They're their... fucking insane. Yeah, this is literally from the abuse website. That's what I'm saying. Like, this stuff blew my mind because okay i don't know i mean like if, it, if these things are like patterns and consistent then obviously yeah. yes yeah, yeah that right. makes sense but if you do it i hear you oh, yeah i hear you yeah um and then the last two digital abuse which is social media but digital dating abuse is the use of technologies like texting and social media to bully harass stalk or intimidate your partner this behavior is often a form of verbal or emotional abuse conducted online um, telling you who you can and can't follow or be friends with on social media, sending you negative, insulting, threatening messages or emails, um, using social media to track your activities, insulting or humiliating their you in their posts online, including posting unflattering photos and videos. Abuse? Oh my gosh! I'm about to <laughs> tell my nigga he's abusing me because he Period. posts ugly pictures of me on my face. <laughs> That's ugly stuff. You're abusing me. <laughs> Um, stealing or pressuring you to share your account passwords, constantly texting you or making you feel like you can't be separated from your phone, looking through your phone or checking up on your pictures, texts, and phone records, using any kind of technology such as spyware or GPS in a car to monitor your activities, mm. which I had pretty much all of this done to me, so that's really fun. Um, and then the last one is <clears throat> stalking. Um, when, when someone watches you, follows you, harasses you repeatedly, makes you feel afraid or unsafe, 
showing up at your house or workplace unannounced or uninvited, sending you unwanted text messages, letters, emails, voicemails, leaving you unwanted items, gifts, flowers, um, calling you and hanging up repeatedly or making unwanted phone calls to you, your employer or a loved one, etc. Um, spreading rumors about you online or in person, manipulating other people to investigate your life, including someone's social media account. <clears throat> uh, My friend's boyfriend is something like that. To me. I was to say I had this done to me. That was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. Waiting around at places you spend time. Also that. Uh, damaging your home, car, or other property. Also that. Uh, <laughs> yep, it's fine. Uh, hiring a private investigator to follow you and find you as ways of knowing your location or movements. Hmm. And that's it. So are we supposed to talk about the things that we've been through? No, not if you don't want to. My point was just like, I want people to know, like the, like I said, the forms of abuse that are out there and that Mm -hmm. like, like you said, if it's a pattern, like something's wrong, like it's not just because I used to make excuses for people and be like, that's just their personality or Mm -hmm. that's just them because they were raised like X, Y, and Z. That's just what they do. And I mean, I made excuses for the person that like physically damaged my stuff. I'm like, he just had a really bad childhood. Like this, he's just reactive that way. Mm-hmm. And I would have married it and had kids with it and watch it happen. Like, yeah. And to me, I would have never looked at it as a pattern. I would have been like, oh, it's just him. Like I just, there was a lot of excuses I would give, I think from a place of like compassion and grace and knowing that I'm not perfect too. You know what I mean? But I don't know. No, I do think um, when it comes to intentionality, like, you could do something unintentionally. Like, the example that you gave, yeah, it probably does have a lot to do with childhood traumas or just, you know, childhood things. I shouldn't, I don't, I don't want to just throw things out there. But um, it could have a lot to do with his upbringing, you know what I mean? In some degree, that's probably just what he feels like is normal. And so maybe not necessarily intentional more so reactionary that's just how he reacts that's what he knows um but i i still think that it's abuse you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. not the intent may not be there but it's still a form of abuse if that's how you react every time you're upset right yeah and so but then it's also not for you to be like oh this was how he was raised or you know empathy to an extent but not to risk your own safety or what you've worked hard to obtain well, and sometimes, and this is, like, sad to say out loud, but, like, sometimes I ask myself, like, the times I've experienced abuse or whatever, like, I ask myself, like, but were you really abused or were you, are you just tripping? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think you were abused or, like, were you? And it's like, girl, literally look around. Yeah. Like, literally look around your own fucking house and you tell me. And it's just, like, it's sad because I read things like this and I'm like, somebody lives this every day and because Mm -hmm. I didn't have it maybe I wasn't abused like Mm -hmm. or all they did was shove me to the side so they could get out the door and I you know shove me to the wall so they could get out the door like that's not abuse Mm -hmm. they didn't hit me and it's like "Mm, ma'am are you okay Mm -hmm. but I I question myself a lot because I am cautious with the word abuse and don't ever want to label someone as an abuser but I remember like telling multiple people that have literally abused me being like you know it's abusive and they would oh my god the reaction of me using the word abuse abusive you think i'm abusive 
oh, I can't, I can't then. I can't do it then. Nope. You think I'm abusive? Like, you're crazy. You're crazy that you think I'm abusive. And I would get gaslit into being like, okay, maybe I am tripping. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe maybe they're not abusive because I've seen worse abuse or heard of worse abuse or their families were witnessed worse abuse. And it's like, there's, there's almost two ways with that word where it's like, it's either too loosely used or it's not used in the right context. Mm-hmm. And that's why I sat here like, maybe I wasn't abused. Maybe they were just tripping. And it's like, ma'am. So I think, okay, so I'm looking up the actual definition of abuse. And one of the definitions says to treat a person or an animal with cruelty or violence, especially regularly or repeatedly. That's the definition of abuse. Um, I think for the sake of this episode, I would like to talk more about the um, not understanding if you've been abused or not. Like not really having a language around what happened to you, not really being able to put it into words to say, I was abused in this way or does this person have abusive tendencies mm-hmm. you know what I mean because like I said it's like the reactionary versus intentionality considering all things you, this is probably what you've seen growing up so forth and so on and this is just how you react and you think that it's normal but it's really not normal right mm-hmm. um I know for me and I've talked about this on previous episodes that the abusive physical abusive relationship that I was in, I did not consider it abusive until after I got out of it. And it took for him to physically punch me before I realized I was being abused. Because up until that point, it would be us fighting. He would have <coughs> bruises. I would have bruises. Mm-hmm. So it would be like, a, I'm, I'm rolling with you. Like, we're actually fighting. I'm not just sitting there getting my ass beat by somebody. Mm-hmm. But then once I got out of it, in retrospect, no, I was in an abusive relationship, period. Mm-hmm. Like, that, there's nothing else to it. So I think that um, probably would be helpful for a lot of listeners is if they are going through this to identify and put language around what they're experiencing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Emotional abuse is another... Even, I think emotional abuse and sexual abuse are two, like... Two categories where it's a very gray area where we don't really have the language especially when it comes to sexual abuse like we just think rape mm-hmm. you know right. what I mean like right. someone pinning you down you know what I mean and actually physically raping you not really understanding that like any kind of sexual advance that you don't really want that someone like like I said coerces you into or whatever the case may be can definitely be a form of abuse you know mm-hmm. what I mean like I've literally like have told someone like this is a no for me straight up and they tried it like right. just to see if they could get and it was like I told you it was enough you know what I mean but people don't have the language so that's mm. why I'm like it's a gray area when we start to talking about a person being abused and a person that's doing the abusing because mm-hmm. nobody really there's no defined way to look at it you know what I mean yeah um especially with emotional abuse a, a lot of people don't even understand what emotional abuse is or financial abuse yeah so I think you know it would be beneficial if people, if you are in that situation, to start to research like you were doing and looking up what these things are. And if it's a repeated pattern in your relationships, whether it be with friends, parents, romantic relationships, to be able to establish like, okay, yes, this checks off a list. This happens to me. This happens to me constantly with this person that I'm around. Right. So let's like, let me rethink this whole thing. Yeah. So. Well, and that that's my point is like hearing your story would make me be like, yeah, but what I went through wasn't shit. But then I'm telling myself I can't equate. That's not fair to me to yeah. equate 
what someone else has gone through and then downplay myself, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I can't... What what someone else can handle, I might not be able to and vice versa. I might be able to handle something and they can't. So it's like, it's not fair for me to do that to myself, but it... I feel like I do that because I'm coming from a place of like, damn, like they really went through shit. Like, who am I to speak about my stuff? But then I go, my brain immediately goes, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's where we often mess up. Like, I, I had to tell somebody just in conversation, like, bad is still bad. Like, yeah. we try to compare situations like, oh, well, he was doing this to her and my man will never do that to me. Or her mom was doing this to her. My mom would never do that to me. But, okay, your mom has done some shit. Like, right, your right. boyfriend has done some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, bad is still bad. I don't know why we're, like, yeah. comparing whose situation is worse. And I think that that's something that, like, I've tried to, like, train myself out of. Like, again, actually going to, like, Dar- I think Darielle put this post in the chat earlier. Like, you know, how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How is it affecting my day-to-day? Is it pushing me closer to where I'm trying to be or is it taking me further from where I want to be? Yeah. I think that's a way that you can look at, you know what I mean, like, a quote-unquote abuse in a certain way. Like, what is this really, you know what I mean, like, doing to me? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. how is this making me feel? How is this making me show up in my other relationships? You know, how? what is it making me think about myself? Different things like that. And then be like, okay, this is something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I need to... Yeah, get out of it. But I think for as as women, it's it's really hard to see it, accept it, and then make a different choice. Because even in the situation that I gave y'all with my ex, like I could have had him arrested that night. Yeah. But because I felt like I wasn't like the cop was literally right there. Like I got out the car, he was like, you know, cops questioning us, and I'm like, he hit me. I don't want to press charges. I just want him out my car. Mm. But, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's a heavy burden for us because it's like, <coughs> okay, we got the whole, you know, black men in the police yeah. and we're and black men aren't protected and this, that, and the third and da-da-da-da-da and so forth and so on. And you're just like, I don't even know what to do. And then we go into, like, this savior mode where, again, like you said, well, he went through so much in his childhood yeah. and I just need to be there for him. And it, it, the yeah. shit is wild. Like, yeah. The shit is wild. Um, really, I just, I just think people don't, they don't know. I don't, I don't think that people know that they're being, they're in some form of an abusive relationship and the person that's doing the abusing doesn't, pro- they probably don't know that they're also doing the yeah. abusing. So, doesn't mean it's a reason to stay. Right. But, but I feel like it doesn't help too when you've been, gaslit to feel like like if I'm like that's abusive but then you get gaslit every time to be like why do you think I'm so mean to you why do you think that I abuse you what how could you be walking around here telling people that I was abusive and that I did this and that that happened to me like one of my situations that I did an episode with Brainy like towards the beginning and I talked about my experiences and how, like, we would fight. Like, I feel like my situation is similar. Like, I wouldn't just sit in there and just let him put his hands on me. Like, I'm coming at you, too. I'm yeah. putting my hands back on you. I'm screaming at you, yep. too. And um, and it came up because we have a child together. And he literally was just like, that didn't happen. I didn't do that. I'm not that person. And I'm like, that's exactly what the fuck you did. Like, and that's not fair that you did all of this stuff and you're literally coming at me like, why would you say that? Because it fucking happened. Right, it's true, It's what you did. Like, and (laughs) thinking about it, 
<laughs> Over the years, more shit that happened in that relationship just keeps coming out. <laughs> and it's, I can laugh about it now, but it's not funny. Yeah. Like, when you were talking about the isolation thing, it just made me think about times where, like, he would leave me at the house. Like, back then, I was, like, I was young. I was, like, 18, 19. He was, like, living with his grandma. And so, like, he had the basement. He would leave me downstairs in the basement, take my phone. I God, did wow. I have a car at that time? Either either way, if I did, he would either take my car or he would have his car and he would be gone all fucking day. I can't call my family. I can't yeah, call my friends. I can't leave. I can't. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, wow. in the moment, I'm not thinking like. Yeah, you're not. like. But like now looking said. back, I'm like, that is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I literally can't even like leave the house and go to McDonald's. <laughs> wow. Like, I can't do shit. I'm just stuck down here. Wow. And to be that young experiencing yeah. that. Yeah. That's wild. So, again, I because this is, like, a very serious topic, and I don't want to just throw terms. And this is kind of what my episode is going to talk about when it's my turn to produce the show. Um, again, to put clear definition around words, because, again, I feel like gaslighting, trauma bond, certain words are just, like, trigger words now that people just use and they don't really know what they mean mm-hmm. um they've never gone to therapy to figure out what they mean like i literally put a post up on my story today that was like you know just because someone you don't like someone doesn't mean that they're a manipulator <laughs> gaslighting yeah. just because someone doesn't agree with you doesn't mean that they're gaslighting you like different things like that so anyway to put a, a term an actual term around gaslighting um, it says, psychologists use the term gaslighting to refer to a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone um, or a group of people to question their own reality, memory, or perception. So I think the definition that you gave is pretty much spot on to what they were saying. Like a person will try to trick you into believing what ha- just happened did not happen. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. In lamest terms. So like... Yes, we all have experienced that. Um, yeah, I just, like I said, I think if people, especially in a situation, in a topic like this, like, I don't want people to, like, run to TikTok and just go with what resonates. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's it. That's what that person is doing because that's not always the case. Right. So, like, that again, on my story today and even with myself, like, I'm really serious about therapy because it's just, like, we're just throwing things out there. And seeing what sticks at the wall and it's not necessarily true you yeah. know what i mean because if that's the case and not to say that we haven't all done this but again if if this is what we're saying in all of us are abusers you know what i mean right. all of us mm-hmm. are abusees like yeah then i don't think that that's beneficial um, yeah. to to go just off of like certain things and not really doing your research but you know looking back i i think that outside of um the financial abuse, I think that I've experienced um, tendencies in all of those categories um, and maybe even um, have been the abuser in that situation. Like, I was listening to something and it got me to thinking about how um, women can be manipulative, right? Um, In the sense of, like, I think the girl was saying, like, she was being honest about her manipulative tendencies of like when I, we talk about like if I do this for you and I love you and I do this and I do that because I want you to return 
yeah. that to me or be a certain way for me, that within itself is manipulative. Yeah, it is. And, but, uh, no? I mean, it depends. I feel like it's situational because I feel like when I do stuff like that, it's not that I'm trying to manipulate you to treat me a certain way. It's because I just, you know, do it. I want to do it. And also it, it's, it shows more of like my lack of self-love because I'm like, I have to do these things to prove that I'm worthy mm. to have this relationship or this man or, you know what I'm saying? Not because I'm trying to manipulate you to treat me a certain way. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, I, and then I was going to say to that, then you also need, again, words mean things. And I think that's what it comes down to for me. Like I want people to be very clear about the words that they're just throwing out there yeah. because manipulation in a certain sense is not, always bad right like mm-hmm. we have to manipulate children mm-hmm. yeah to you know what i mean to do what we want them to you know what do. I mean? <laughs> yeah. to keep them safe something you know i mean or just whatever the case you know what i mean it could be a number of reasons so manipulation isn't always a bad thing right. but we got to talk about these things in context right you know what i mean but it's just like i just i just wish we all would just like i agree because i feel like for me when i was in a situation and i was like the word like narcissist and gaslighting mm-hmm. is was very new before I just was like that's who you are I literally looked googled multiple shit I took tests I watched people that were actually a narcissist yeah. talk about it and that's how I figured out who it was like I'm never gonna just label people something and yeah you know what I'm saying because yeah. I remember when um Maria Dr. Maria when she came on the show and I think we was talking about trauma bonds maybe mm-hmm. One of the popular terms that people have used in recent years, and she was like, I'm not familiar. Like, as a clinical yeah. psychiatrist, I'm not familiar with the term. Like, I have to do my research. Um, yeah, I just, it's just interesting. Like, I think it really just comes down to, like, what you said. Like, if you feel like you're in a situation mm-hmm. um, to really do your research, seek, you know, professional opinions. Because narcissistic personality disorder literally means you lack empathy for mm-hmm. anything yeah. and everybody like Even you yourself have, you have no empathy mm-hmm. for nothing um yeah i just yeah i uh like my therapist is the one that would tell me like like you said from a clinical standpoint what that person was doing and what it's labeled as yeah. and like what personality disorder she thought that they had because mm-hmm. for me i just tell people like the story I went through. And for a long time, I was scared to talk about it because I was scared of the retaliation or mm-hmm. being told, I can't believe you're telling people that I did that. Mm-hmm. That it, Like, same thing after it happened to me, like, a couple days later, literally pulled up and goes, what are you talking about? And I was like, you're literally a demon. Like and Everybody don't even have fucking personality disorders they're just fucking crazy <laughs> that's just it like they're just fucked up people i just was like what are you talking about bro do you want to see the house like and it's just scary because it's that type of thing that made me fearful for so long to like and i'd be lying right now if i'm saying i'm i'm scared the person's gonna listen to it and and who knows like yeah. i just I was scared for so long to talk about it because I didn't know what the retaliation would be. I didn't know mm-hmm. if it was going to be physically showing up or going online again and calling people up and making up lies or calling my job and trying to get me fired. Like, mm-hmm. I just didn't know what it was going to be. Like, I ran from my own house from August to, like, December because I just didn't know what it was going to be. And by the grace of God, I've been protected. But I just... I was told every single time I called something out or spoke about what it was that, like why would you think that I would do that? You tripping. Like, you're crazy. Like, you the one that's... Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I would be like, 
Okay, maybe, and then it would make you go, maybe I am overreacting. Either he try to make you, he try to make you feel crazy, or he just is not aware of what the hell he's doing. I think both. I really do. Because a lot of people really be shitty as fuck, and they don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. Yeah, I think both. Um, my therapist never said if it was narcissistic or not. I think she said like. There's obviously narcissistic traits, but she didn't believe that person was a narcissist. Yeah, she you said, can have traits and not be. Yeah, yeah she said, yeah. I think I think he had, I forget what it is, but she was like, it's a personality disorder and this is what it is. And yeah. I forget which one it is now because I only cared while I was in it to know how to navigate it and figure out my own safety and stuff. But to even the point of like the, the police thing, like I, well, I couldn't have called the police because I didn't, my phone was shattered, but I could have went next door to Marcus's house. And said, hey, Marcus, because he told me like four months later, yeah, I heard all that, but you know, it just wasn't my business. I was like, Marcus, hi, you ran into my house the day I bought it trying to help me with a washer and dryer, but you weren't going to come save my life? Right. Fuck (laughs) you. But um, I respected it, though, because I'm like, I hear my neighbor, her brother and her be going at it. I'm like, ain't my business as long as I don't hear nothing. I'm calling the police if I do. Um, But I could have went to Marcus's or, or Nikita's and asked for, you know, a phone, but Again, I was scared of the retaliation or it being like, I didn't do anything. She's crazy. She did all this. And like somebody believing it Mm -hmm. because I was already painted to, I was painted out. I didn't know this was happening at the time, but I was painted out to everyone to be a liar, a manipulator, a cheater, crazy, mentally ill, mentally unstable. Like, and I had no idea that those things were being said about me. And I would walk into a room and see people kind of like, like cautious with me. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's my first time meeting you. Like, what do you? I think it's literally about? crazy that we did not know any of this was going on when it was going yeah, on. Yeah, because and I that's the thing is, say that. and my therapist <laughs> said that she was like, I had no idea it was that bad, and I said because I was made to believe that it wasn't. Like I would literally be like, this is bad, and he, you think this is bad? I gotta go then. Like you think this is bad? Like why would I be bad? And I would be like, well, maybe maybe I'm just tripping, overreacting. Like, and it made me not talk about it because it made me feel like I'm tripping. Like. Mm-hmm why would I talk about this? I'm tripping like that. Like I need to just chill out. And that literally lasted for so long of me being like, and everybody was like, damn, we didn't know it was like that. Like we saw I y'all mean, like, I say I had no clue because man. from my perspective, you were singing this man's praises. Yeah. So like when you finally opened up about it, I was just like, wow. Yeah. Cause yeah. it got so bad that like the good didn't weigh out the bad anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it started to be like, all those praises were like, damn, like this person really is the truth. And like, we go through our stuff, but we just go through our stuff. And then when it was progressing, that's when I was like, I'm just not going to talk about anything anymore. Like if they ask for a couple, yeah, but I'm not going to talk about the good or the bad. Yes, Mm -hmm. we are. And then it got to a point where it just was like, and the breakups were so off and on that it's like, there wasn't really anything to talk about anymore. And it was like, I also had to process and get through it before I had 50 people's opinions Mm. coming in at it and talking about it. And then again, the fearfulness of, this man was saying things behind my back where I'd walk into a room my first time meeting somebody and they're sitting there like this. And I'm like, what the fuck? Is that to me? Like, mm-hmm. and then calling up people from my past and making up lies and trying to ruin their relationships and my relationships with them. And like, that's why I was like, he's gonna get me fired. Like, and like I said, to this day, like, I don't know if he listens to this. I don't know. It is what it is. But it's like, I was genuinely made to believe that everything that I was experiencing, I was tripping. Because to the outside world, everybody he's talked to, I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, I'm a manipulator. That's just what women are. Mm-hmm. All women lie, cheat, and manipulate. Yeah. From your experience, maybe. 
But isn't that weird that uh, you're never the problem? Like, so kind of your point of looking outside in, you look back and you're like, damn, like that shit was like really bad for real. And when you're in it, you're just kind of like, we're just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like your household growing up as a kid. Like you're just used to it. And then you get out of it as an adult and you're like, what the fuck was that? That was not okay. Yeah. Like (laughs) what the fuck did I live in for 18 years? Yeah. So I just, I'm cautious with words in general because I couldn't identify words and I was made to believe that my words were trash. So I would just mm-hmm. speak about my experiences and my therapist would be like, that's called that. That's yeah. called this. That's mm-hmm. called that. That is abusive. That's a, that's this. That's that. Like, and when you call him names back, that is abusive. Like mm-hmm. just, and it was, it was a lot, but I'm just happy now that I can talk about it and I can talk about it out loud and not mm-hmm. feel like I have to protect, not even that person, but protect it almost is protecting that person because if people know who they are and find out, it jumps back to me, and then I feel unprotected, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it's just like, and the amount of relationships that got ruined to this day because that person was literally while I'm at work, it's what saying, like, damn near fired, while I'm at work, finding people's Instagram and making phone calls, and then I'm getting blown up, getting cussed out, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I getting cussed out on this fine Saturday morning at 11 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Like... I'm just trying to check somebody out. And it's like, yeah. so-and-so called me and told me this, da, da, da. and it was like, wow, okay, like, cool. And that's what I would think isolation would be. Like, calling up those people to get them away from me and spread lies. Mm-hmm. And now I look like a problematic asshole, yeah. which is going to naturally isolate me from people. You know what I mean? That's, to me, what my isolation was. Like, ruining my relationships or making me question my relationships to where I'd be like, I'm yeah. just going to sit in the house. Spreading lies and running relationships mm-hmm. or like, like I said, like taking my phone so I can't even That's wild. call people. That's scary too at that age, like I said. Yeah. I think what's so troubling for me is the amount of people that don't realize any of this like i was just having a conversation with somebody i'm like and i don't i don't mean to generalize men um but just like experiences that i've heard from my friends my own experiences you know just different things you hear about day in and day out it's like really hard to feel um safe Mm -hmm. (laughs) around men yeah. Um, and it's really unfortunate to feel like they don't want to do the work to be better um, or even aware of their issues um, and that we're all just kind of like coasting throughout our life like this. And it, it, it is absolutely women, too, who aren't aware or are aware and don't care. Yeah. Um, And that a good amount of people are just kind of like, just again, just coasting through with like these blinders on and don't want help, don't want to get better, don't want to be better, not like, not even for their kid. Like, there's no motivation to like, yeah, be any other kind of way. And I think that's like the scariest part because off of that person's lived experience, you're now harming someone else. And, and don't care. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Because, like, the statement of, like, oh, you think this is bad. 
well, what else? Like, how? It's not good. Like, like, you're gonna go find it worse. That, it's like, well, yeah. how? Like, how worse could it get? That's my yeah. question. Uh, like, right. to me, and, it sounds and, like you're capable of something other than this. I never thought and about then that. I think that the 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 sad part about it, and I've done this more than enough times, is that we're so afraid to call a thing a thing because we don't want to be alone. Yeah. Like, and I was listening to something earlier today, and they were talking about, like, basically, you know, being alone. Like, and what does that look like? And the woman was saying, was like, she was like, me, she was saying, her and her ex husband, they had went viral. Um, I think it was their maternity shoot or something like that. And she was like, by the time the photos had went viral, we were separated and living in different homes. Wow. She was like, but people literally go off of what they see. And mm-hmm. then they think that's what love should look like. Mm-hmm. But never checking in with themselves to say, what does it feel like? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I was I was thinking about that today. And I'm like, well, what does love really feel like for me? Right. Again, now getting older your mind shifts and it's like i don't even want to engage in certain things like if i don't feel safe if i don't feel considered you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like if i don't feel like you're covering me spiritually and emotionally it's a no off top and a lot of the times you can see that stuff early on if you pay attention i saw it every time i was watching this video earlier and this girl was basically saying like leave the first time like i agree and i was on her comments like girl like i regret because i'm always like give a chance give a chance give a chance find excuses find reasons and it's like no fuck that like i'm leaving now because i'm not about to sit here and years go by and you really just so comfortable when I leave and that you literally don't fucking leave. Yeah. I I agree with that because it was six weeks in where I saw this person automatically be like, Oh yeah, you're like every other woman who's a liar, cheater, manipulator, stealer. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. Go and I deal was, with your hurt. Yeah. And, and like, I was gaslit to believe that I did. But yeah. again, if I had left in six weeks instead of being like, well, we're fresh, like mm-hmm. they might just have some things to get over and then it'll be fine. Like, yeah. But I see growth in myself because I actually did get up in the middle of a date. And because I heard the person like in their bathroom, like screaming at someone they dealt with in the past. And for me, I would have been like, it's just a date. Y'all not even doing it. Like, it's just yeah. a date. And I literally was, he walked out and I was like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, I'm literally leaving. And it's the reason I'm like that now, too, is if I had known the physical damage that would have been done to my body, I would have never tolerated it. Not that I should if it nothing happened mm-hmm. to my body. But when I tell you my heart is not the same, my chest mm-hmm. is weak. It is not the same. And I don't know if that'll ever go back. But other than to do cardio and build it up. And I don't do cardio. I trained for eight and a half years. I just don't fucking do it. Everybody shoot me. I don't. Um <laughs> I remember taking this, and this is nothing but God. I was uh, took a job with my aunt last June, and I sit down, and she's super, super prophetic, like pastor, like she just, she is the truth, and I appreciate her. And I sit down, I take a job with her, it's part time, and I'm like, sure, why not? I'll do it, done, whatever. It's like two days a week, and it was like four hours a day, fine. And she was giving me like fifteen an hour. I'm like, that's cool, little side money first fucking day I'm in there and some 70 year old woman was before me the tab that was left open said what the effects of abuse does to a woman's brain and I was like why would this just be up here like Mm -hmm. this woman is not 70 years old like hey what happened like she don't care 
and I went and read it. It talked about like your brain shrinking and things like that, and like because of like the stress and the trauma. And I'm like, that's why I don't remember shit. No, that really is why. My therapist was like, oh, you just don't remember a lot because I think I've said this before on the show, but I went to Kings Island with Maya and Sally in like 2016. I don't remember it at all. Nothing. Mm -hmm. The only thing I remember is Maya getting pulled over. Because she had to go body trying to protect itself. Yeah, Mm because she had to go through some extensive ass bullshit class. Okay, but there's is there a way to like re what am I looking for? Recalibrate. Reverse it. I don't I don't know. Cause shit, I'm Um, fucked up. (laughs) I think I think it I think all of that comes with like doing the work, right? And I think like we can sit here all day and that that's also something I'm trying to be like very cautious of is not like just pointing the finger and saying oh things are this way and men are this way and I should have seen this and mm-hmm. the sign should have been that and like kind of and it, it always kind of feels like a blame game on the other party and for me it's kind of like okay it all literally starts and ends with you right like what do I want checking in with myself how do I really feel about this when I get deep down into it, especially like early on? Cause that's when we talk ourselves yeah. out of a lot of things where we should be yes. like, get the fuck away from this oh person. You know what I mean? But again, you'd be like, Oh, I'm crazy. Second guessing yeah. yourself because of experiences yeah. and different things like that. But like really taking the time to like, just start and finish it with you. Like, let's take this person out of the equation. I don't care if I like them, whatever he's saying. How do I feel? Yeah. Like be and, selfish and, and again, healthy coming way. from a person yeah. who ain't really feeling much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not a feeling feelings based person, but like, how does this make me feel? You know yeah. what I mean? Because like I told y'all, and I'll be honest on the chat. Like I was trying to spin the block, and then I'm like, <laughs> when I really sat with myself, like, why are you trying to do yeah, that? Don't. Yeah, and it's like you don't want him. Yeah. It's rooted mm-hmm. in ego. Like, you're bored, yeah. you're lonely, yeah. you really don't want to be with this man, because otherwise you wouldn't have left him, you know what I right. mean? And I'm like, like, thinking about it, I'm like, and I still feel the same exact way I felt when I left you. Like, yeah. I don't feel considered or safe. Like, yeah. Yeah. and so really, like, it, I think it's just like never really making it mm. about what that person is doing or not doing or whatever the case may be. It's just really like checking in and getting clear on yourself with like, and just like I said, I think that that show was standing on your standards. I think that was the show title. Like, what is it that you want? And what is it how, Mm -hmm. what is it that you feel? And is this what you want your life to look like? And if it's not, yeah. yeah. And also it's important to check in with yourself because you can't always go off of the other person's actions at the right. moment because I've been in situations where like shit is bad but then the moment you're like I can't do this anymore shit changed now they're yeah. doing all of this what do they like to call it they love bombing <laughs> like all I of didn't that, know what that was till it happened to me. all of that nice shit it's just gonna go back to the same shit because they've been yeah. had the pattern they're gonna keep having the pattern so again checking with yourself like how do overall how do I feel yeah if it's not it Dead that shit. Yeah. You need to be selfish, and I believe in being selfish in me. a healthy way. <laughs> Learn from me, shit. I believe in being selfish in a healthy way. I don't think selfish is always a bad thing. Yeah. I really don't. And that's me being selfish right now with my time and me is what's allowing me to look at a man and be like, I'm leaving. Don't contact me again. And I that I literally feel like I have my power back. Like mm-hmm. I felt the best I felt in five years because right after five years, five years ago it was pandemic for two fucking years. And then I was in a relationship and then now I'm like, oh, I'm just living my life. I'm not looking for anyone. I'm not pressing anyone. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm all right. And I 
part of that is because, like I said, my trauma is bad. Like, Brandy opened the fucking door today and I jumped. Like, calm down, ma'am. <laughs> but it's just the stuff that I dealt with has made me reactive like that. I've never been a jumpy person, but now I'm reactive if a pin drops. Yeah, I'm like that, too. Yeah, and it just, I, I believe that will go away with time. Because I remember, like, being jumpy from a jokeful standpoint when I was in, like, a relationship when I was, like, 21. He used to, like, scare me all the time and it was funny. And I remember being super jumpy after that relationship and it went away. So I know it'll go away, but this is the longest it's lasted for me. But I'm happy I just see my growth. Like, I'm happy I'm learning from these things. And I tell myself, A, that's how you know you were in a bad situation. Stop telling yourself, was I? No, Mm -hmm. look at how your body, your body keeps score. It's a book. Everybody get it. The body keeps score. You went through something. And regardless if my own mom can handle more or my dad can handle more, I can't. Mm -hmm. So my body tells me that I went through something, but I literally tell myself I physically cannot do that again. It will take me out of this world. So that alone, standing on myself and being like, I'm that much more selfish with myself that I can never allow me to do that again because I literally will not make it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just happy I'm listening the first time. Because yeah. I remember, like, talking to God as that was going on. I was like, God, is this a joke? And I feel like God always plays with me like that. Like, there's no way I'm sitting here and this man is in the bathroom cussing someone out. And this is my second time seeing the person. <laughs> I said, I'm leaving. And, bef- and I went to pick up my phone to text him that I was leaving. And he's like, sorry, my stomach's hurting. And I said, I can hear you, like, cussing someone out. I'm leaving. Nah, just like, yeah. I'm leaving. Well, I was talking to God about it. Like, God, this is the type of stuff that you do that I've ignored before. Mm-hmm. Why would someone ever ignore something like that? Right. And I would. I'd be like, it's not my business. And we're not even dating, dude. Like, uh, this is my mm-hmm. second time seeing this. Like, I'm not, I'm not bothering my boyfriend. Six months down the line, that's your boyfriend. Right. And now you sitting here going, damn, remember date two when you said you should have fucking left? Yeah. Like, I remember telling this guy before, like, because he used to talk down on his baby mom like even when he would see her like fuck you why the fuck are you talking and i'm like how can you talk to your child's mother like that like i you don't gotta like her you don't you can hate her all you want but like talking to her like that and especially in front of your child is disgusting and like i don't like that yeah and that person ended up being a shitty person yeah and that's the crazy part is like it's a red flag when you hear people always talk about how poor their exes are baby like mm. that's that is one thing that's not that's not <laughs> healthy and that's not normal you should never be like i went through some shit with my exes but i'm never gonna be like yeah they're a piece of shit they're unworthy i hope they burn in hell i hope they no i'm right. i'm gonna talk about my experience like damn i went through some shit with that person but that is not my business to go tell everybody and be like guess what right. he's the worst fucking person. like no like i went through some shit you gonna see i went through some shit when you open the front door you gonna <laughs> see my legs fly in the air and go what the <laughs> fuck was that so but it is a huge red flag to hear somebody like dogging their ex like i remember bro and this is what i'm saying god really i i feel like god just sits there and looks at me and is like really mm-hmm. is this not enough of a red flag this man was talking about his ex he has three kids with this woman yeah, that bitch has always got me fucked up. Like, I don't give a fuck if that bitch burning hell. And I'm like, you do you call women bitches often? Nah, but she a bitch. And I was like, um, that's so fucked up. And like, I have I have to raise kids with people that I've been through some shit with. Yeah, but it's just like at the end of the day. I would never say no shit like that because at the end of the day, you're my child's parent, and that's affecting my child. Yes, like, yes. yeah, I can't stand versus dad. <laughs> I will say that he know I can't stand him. But I remember when he got shot 
I literally boohoo cry. And people yeah. was looking at me like, why are you sad? Like, that is my child's yeah, father. My child's like, father dude. he may not be consistent. He may not be the best. But, like, when I need him and then I don't have that, I don't even have half of what he gives. Like, I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. And my I don't want my kid to go through that. I so, say, it's just yeah, like. That would be hard on a child. People regardless. are insane. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that accountability piece when it comes to people talking about their exes. It, that's the thing. If we just listen, like, if you take your time and really listen, and, like, I, I've i been, like, trying to... MJ, you good? Yeah. You tired? <laughs> yeah. You want to come check in with the people? You can say bye when we wrap up. <laughs> We're almost done. Um, But, yeah, like, I, I've made the decision that, like, I'm ready to, like, get myself out there and start dating again and like the couple oh. interactions i've had i've been like look if you ain't trying to take it slow i don't even like yeah. don't even get wrapped up in none of this shit yep. i'm talking about i'm just being kind but like <laughs> i just like really yeah. want to get to know somebody because y'all crazy like, me too i want you to be my friend for five years and then i'll <laughs> then i'll think about dating you that's what it's i want scary out here yep yeah so yeah guys check in with yourself do your research i suggest everybody to do do therapy same yeah. don't be because tiktok they be having the answers but don't just yeah they, that's not that's a therapist not, that's not your <laughs> clinical therapist yeah Happy. stay so. safe you know look up the words that y'all be using because words mean things i've been telling y'all that yeah. um <laughs> and yeah yeah what they say mj the floor is yours uh, bye guys have a good day today have a good tomorrow Aww. don't smoke it's bad for you okay <laughs> what about drinking probably not that too D- don't drink okay okay thank you it's a good message for the people thanks mj all right guys make sure you follow us on social media at take control podcast and you can email us if you feel like you're being abused we're here for you yes we are take control podcast at gmail.com see you later love you back bye, bye.